Blog Talk Radio.
Antoine, Prophet Antoine Thomas will be our speaker tonight. Unfortunately, he will not be able to attend the service with us. So if you all were to be patient and work with me, I will be covering for the man of God on tonight. I already explained to Facebook that I was just notified a little bit ago that I would have to cover for the man of God. So I was cooking when I got the message. But nevertheless, yesterday, Pastor Troy Thomas spoke over some things that he noticed. And um, he said that we need to speak on things more often. So tonight, I want to speak on some things that I noticed. And um, this is really going to come. I had asked out a question, but I had been trying to study for this, but really I was writing things down to see what um, God was going to have for me to say and would give me scripture to follow. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? God loves you, and I do too. So let's stop and pray. Father God, we thank you for tonight to have another opportunity to come before you to repent of every sin that we have done, knowingly and unknowingly. Repent of every sin that we've willingly done. God, we just want to say we thank you for the opportunity, God, to just ask you for forgiveness. God, give us ears to let us hear what you're saying to us on tonight. God, word my mouth to say what you would have for me to say. God, keep me on assignment. Keep the program on assignment, oh God. Let your will be done. Have your way, oh God, have your way. Have your way, oh God, have your way. God, we ask you to open the eyes to our hearts that we may see you. We ask you to make the yes down in our spirits, God. Excuse me, that came out of our mouth, God, permanently, God. We ask you, oh, God, to just keep us. Keep us, keep us, keep us, God. As the weather changes, God, don't let our love change for you. As the weather changes, God, as it heat up, let us heat our love up for you, God. Let your love burn so down inside of us. We don't know if it's the heat from the weather or just the burning love that you have poured into us, oh God. God, keep us on assignment. Don't let us break away because the heat has came and now we can show ourselves. Let us show who you are in our life. Don't let us show who we are. God, we thank you for the opportunity to be used by you in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, tonight I want to talk about uh, how Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So I want to piggyback off of what Pastor Troy was talking about yesterday, the way we were raised up. We was raised up that when prayer is going forth in the house of God or the man or woman of God is talking to keep your feet. In other words, be still. Don't move. Don't be moving. Don't be playing. Don't be lollygagging. 
don't be uh, sliding notes or and nowadays playing on your phones or your iPads, but to give God's house and God your undivided attention. That's what we were taught, to honor the presence of God, to, to honor God's house, to honor the leaders and the elders over you in God's house. That's how we were taught. And I notice how a lot of times, um, and I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings or anything, but the word of God said, let the older women teach the young. I've noticed that a lot of times when we're in church, um, a lot of people want to discipline their children then. If you start at home when they get outside, sometimes all it takes is a look. Whether it's a side-eye look, or whether it's a tilt-your-head look, or whether it's a look like you bite your tongue, because you said, if I have to say something to you, it's going to be more than an offering collected in here. <laughs> Woo, you're going to need somebody to collect your stuff up off the ground. You're going to need somebody to collect a phone to call 911, because if you are disrespecting God's house, then I've got to do what God told me to do, beat them. I won't kill them. Because, see, the the thing is, we, we I heard people say, I'm not going to raise my kids the way my mom and daddy raised me, okay? Well, piggybacking off of what Pastor Thomas said, sometimes you need to raise your kids the way you were raised because if you be honest with yourself, you know what's in you and you know what's in that child of a parent, whether it's the, the mama with the daddy or the daddy with the mama. And when that child has a little bit of 33 and a third of them and 33 and a third of him and 33 and a third of you, there's only so much left, and that's the mess that the devil brings up, so they come out to 100%. So don't sit here and say, your child don't act like that at home. Well, if you don't see them acting like that at home, it's because you're either not there or you're not paying attention. Let's pay attention to what's going on around us because when you are in the house of the Lord, I'm talking to grown people too, and you see the man or woman of God is up preaching or praying, especially praying. If you're not entering the church, you should be walking around, whether you're holding that finger up or you just put your head down and walk out. You not, should not be walking around when the Spirit of the Lord is moving because just like you don't, you, you may be messing your blessing, don't mess up somebody else's chance to get their blessing to come through because you're, you're disturbing the spirit. That, that's me. That's how I look at it. So I'm saying that to say this. When you have your children in church, you should be able to tell your child, when, like you tell them when you go in the store, don't ask me for nothing, don't touch nothing, don't look at nothing, and don't be running around there pulling on stuff and knocking stuff down. Teach your kids when you go into the house of the Lord. Don't be acting up. Don't be playing with nobody. Don't be messing with nobody. Don't be asking nobody for something. Pay attention 
Look and listen to what the Lord is saying. If you don't understand it, what's going on, sit by me. You can easily say, Mom, what, what was that? And I will probably tell you, baby, that's, that's God talking right now. Whatever it is, it may be. But be still and pay attention in the house of the Lord because you never know <clears throat> Excuse me, when God is going to move on your behalf. That's part one of what I want to talk about. If and when you're at home praying, Take time out and tell your children if they don't start off the prayer, tell them to add to the prayer. Say, say, now that you prayed, you say, now you pray and ask God for things that we need or things concerning you. Involve them into the prayer. Teach them how to pray. If they don't know but nothing but say, God, fix it. The more you do it, the more they'll learn, the more they'll feel comfortable with praying. So, Please stop looking for results in the streets that you don't demand at home. I wish my child would have act up in church or just act up out in the street when we're out. There's a level of respect that comes with being in a house of God. There's a level of respect that your child should show you that that your child should show that they're learning at home. You know how you hear kids uh, be talking, I I wish my mama would say something like that to me. Teach your kids to say, you know what, don't say that. My mama might hear you. I ain't going to get in trouble for your foolishness. You know, so you have to think about, I'm going to give you a good example, the color purple. Remember when Oprah Winfrey was playing Sophia? And uh, the little white lady came over to her. I don't know if it was the mayor's wife. I can't remember who wife it was. And she said, oh, your kids are so clean. They so good. Oh, they so, they so precious. To be perfectly honest, that's what you want people to see in your children, that they're respectful, they're clean, they're precious. You don't want people to be looking at your kids and like, oh, Lord, here, here they come. See, I, I know that feeling. When people speak things over your child and about your child, guess what your child will do? Start acting like that because that's how you see them anyway. But as you as a parent, you have to learn how to pray for your your children, teach your children how to pray, and don't be playing with, um, as the old folks say, don't play with fire, baby. That'll burn. That, that'll burn you. Don't, don't put your hand to that, that hot pot of that fire. It'll burn you. Don't play with that because when you allow your children to talk to you any kind of way, hmm, when they get in the street and you try to tell them, sit down, shut up, don't do that, they'll look at you and say, hmm, you're doing too much. You need to sit down and shut up. Oh, I just think it. Yes, Lord. And when I tell you made me sick to my stomach that I did something I wasn't supposed to do, I'll be like, oh, uh-uh, you, if you don't shut up and sit down. I, I stepped out of place because... I know there should be a level of respect there. But one thing I can remember growing up, I call I call myself informing my mama about something. That's why I found out how far my neck can go back, uh huh. From being checked up, not not jacked, jacked up, checked up in the collar like this. I found out how far my neck can go back 
and I will be able to speak with a limited source of air. I said to her, she told me I couldn't do something or have something. I said, that's why you're not my friend. Oh, it sounded good in my head, and I thought it was slick coming out of my mouth. And when she grabbed me so fast, quicker than a blinking of an eye, and she said, you're right. I'm not your friend today, nor was I your friend yesterday, nor will I be your friend tomorrow or evermore. She said, you know how old I am and you know how old you are. And that's how far me and you will always be. And remember, I will be your mother no matter how old you are. And you will always respect me. The first thing my mother taught us was Exodus 20 and 12. Honor thy mother and thy father, and thy days shall be long on this green earth that the Lord has given thee. She said not only was it a, <clears throat> a commandment of God, but it was a promise. She said it was one of the first promises that he gave to us. After he said the to, um, Sabbath day and he said to honor the uh the word of God, he said to honor him, he said to honor thy mother and thy father. Hmm. Then he went on with the, the about covetousness and fornication and all. All you got to do is understand that my mother taught us something that there was promises and recognizing and honoring and respect. Because if and when you give the house of God your respect, you will automatically recognize the respect you give your parents. Brother, he didn't say honor thy saved mother and uh, father. Honor thy mother and father. He didn't say honor thy rich mother and father. He said honor thy mother and father. He didn't say honor your mother and father, if they say yes or give you what you want, if they spoil you, he said, honor thy mother and thy father. So when you're at church and your children are screaming and crying out, if they're not hungry, wet, hot, or something is hurting them, you need to get up and walk out and take them as our parents just say, don't make me have to lay these paws on you. Don't make me have to take you to this bathroom and give you some one-on-one. Now, that's part of the service. Your parents need to be laying hands on you, and the only oil running is the one that's coming from your eyes. I'm I'm sitting right here by what we call a helper. (laughs) My parents had one of these things was called a helper. See, if I couldn't get you to understand something, I will help you. If I couldn't get you to believe something, I would help you. My daddy used to pop that thing so it made it sound like crackle and pop. He, he would pop that thing, made it sound like it had magic in it. It go, I'm saying, you never heard leather do it, try it. I ain't say leather, but it may work too. But try popping that leather. Just, I'm going to see, can I sit this phone down and see, can I give you an example of what I'm talking about. My father had a habit and a talent of taking that leather belt and doing it like this. You heard that? See, 
when you take your child, and that's called a class of education, discipline, they'll learn that not only did that leather pop, but imagine how they feel when it's popping across your back or your back end. See, uh, uh, that's child abuse. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you what I saw a cousin of mine once do. Um, once he told the story about how he had to go to court about his children. You know how your kids get smart and so jazzy, tazzy, they say, I'm going to call 911. Okay. So when the judge decided to tell him that he was against the law for him to whoop his children and chastise them, he needed to talk to them and put them in time out. My cousin, first cousin, looked up at the judge and said, oh, and walked out. The judge started hollering, Mr. Mr. Such and Such, come back here. Mr. Such and Such, come back here. He wouldn't. He told the bailiff, go get him. Bring him back. So they escorted him back into the room, and the judge said, you walked out when I was giving you instruction. After the judge finished talking to him, he said, do you have anything to say? He said, yes, yes, I do, Your Honor. First of all, if you're going to tell me how to raise my children, then they need to be in your house. If you're going to tell me how to discipline my children, they need to be in your house so that when they go out here in the streets and do exactly what they're doing because there's nobody chastising them, disciplining them, you need to be the one to make a, their final arrangement. He said, so since I can't discipline them and you're telling me how to discipline them, I figured they'll be better off with you. The judge looked at him and said, sir, take your kids home, and I suggest you boys do what your father told you to do. <laughs> See? That's funny in a way because our children challenges us because they feel that they can call 911. I'm going to tell you like this. What I did for my child, I put 911 in his phone so he didn't have to push the buttons. All he had to do was go straight to it. It was already on speed. So the day you feel that you're going to tell me how to take care of you, I feel that's the day that the, they need to be taking care of you because when I don't see you calling the judge after him for no new shoes. I don't see you calling the judge telling him you're hungry. I don't see you calling the judge after them for an allowance or some money in your pocket or take you here, take you there. I don't see the judge over here asking you how you feel. I don't see that. And since I, I don't see that, you don't tell me how to raise you. So the word of God says, Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he gets old, he will not depart from it. So when you train up that child, when they get old, they won't depart from it. Because, see, I'm not going to tell you I got some whooping when I was a child. Mm -mm. I didn't get some whooping. Sometimes I got the same whooping. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that uh, my father said, don't let me tell you this one more time. I'm going to tell you, my father said, I got to tell you this again. See, you have some hard-haired children, and I'm not sitting around here trying to make you think I was one of those good childs and I dotted every I and crossed every T. No, I was one of them children that said, I got a new way to do it now. But it, it may have been a new way for me, but the results was the same. I was found out was a helper. Mm-hmm. And back in my day, I want you to understand what a leather belt was. In the old days, they had uh, barbers that used these belts. They sharpened these razor. Oh, they leather straps. 
See, that was real life. That's what we used to be trained with. Mm. You could say what you want. You could say how you want to say it. But, baby, it was a level of respect going on there. After you got tired of getting the same old, same old, you know how they say when you get tired of getting the same old, same old, when you tired, you tired, you get right. I learned some act right real real fast. And I, so I'm saying that to say, when you have a child that want to tell you you're doing too much, look at it. You might not be doing enough. When you have a child that's always trying to teach you that they got the plan, they're going to make it happen. You got that food up there for me? When you, I'm sorry to break that like that, but I just wanted to say, when you find yourself in a situation where you have to keep saying the same thing to your children, it's nothing wrong with going to the Word of God. Start off with Exodus 20 and 12 and teach them about honoring their mother and their father, whether it's the grandmother who took the responsibilities of raising them with or without the grandfather or the grandfather with or without the grandmother or the auntie and the uncle with, together or without, or the sister or brother or the cousin or a foster or an adopted. There's no excuse. Whoever took on the responsibility of raising you, there is respect that needs to come along with that. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you one more time. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I experienced. They used to say a hard head makes a soft. <laughs> if you don't know what it means by makes a soft, you need something soft to sit on. You need something soft to lean on. You need something soft to lay on. See, a hard head going to get you in a couple of places, and nine out of ten, it ain't no place you want to be. So if you all are reading this and hearing this and viewing this, please try to share it. Please share it. Please remember Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Exodus 20 and 12. Honor thy mother and thy father, and thy life shall be long on this green earth that the Lord has given thee. Hey, Pastor God bless you. I just wanted to say that because, see, I see a lot of mothers out here sharing clothes and outfits and shoes and accessories with their daughters. Separate. Learn how to separate. Learn how to separate friendship from playship, from homieship, because we're not buddyship. If you learn how to separate, you can walk into the mothership. What I mean by that, you can walk into the place of being the mother my mother was never my friend. When I got grown and married and had my children, my mother became friendly because then she respected me as a woman, as an adult, 
but she was always respected and held up and honored as my mother. She became my best friend, but she was always my mother. She became my confidant, but she was always my mother. She became my teacher, but she was always my mother. My father, he became friendly. He did not be my boyfriend. He was my father. He was not my homie. He was my father. He was not my sugar daddy. He was my father. He was my father. He was my protector. My father was also my educator. He taught me that a man provided, protected, and produced what needed to be in the house. He taught me that a man was the strength of a house. Now, even though we called him the head of the house, mm, but my father was a smart man. Whenever we say, Daddy, could we go here? Daddy, could we go there? You know what he would say? Ask your mama. Then we would go say, Mama, can we go here? Mama, could we go there? She would say, Ask your daddy. They would send us back and forth, back and forth so many times until we realized he's not going to speak against her and she's not going to speak against him. So what ended up happening was we would say, Mama, I did ask daddy. He told me to ask you. Daddy, I did ask Mama, and she told me to ask you. And they would just smile and say, I'll tell you what I'll do. One of them would get up and go and talk to the other one, but we had enough sense not to call ourselves eavesdropper, air hustler, to try to see what they say. They One would come back and we would say, so what? If my mother came back first, we'd say, what, Mom, what, what, can we go, can we go? She would say, ask your dad. And I would go up there, my sister would go up there, and we would say, Daddy, can we go? He would say, well, you know what? Whatever your mama say. He said, what time is it? We'll be like 7 o'clock. He said, okay, be back here by 1030. And we'd be like, Daddy, but the party don't stop. Either you can be back here at 1030 or you can't go. Okay, okay, go. We'll go back there and say, Mama, Daddy said, yeah, but we have to be back at 1030. She said, okay, then you can go. Now, the next part will come up, but after this, well, what if the party get a little longer? Call me and ask me, can you stay a little longer? See, that was respect. We respected our parents enough to wait for them, but they respected us enough to say, call me. They trusted us. Then we said, can we use the car? Now, there was another, ask your mama, ask your daddy. <laughs> we couldn't try to be slick and asking for two things at once. We were smart enough to know the respect level had to be there. We had to ask for one or the other. But we know that our parents trusted us enough to know that we would come back at a certain time. But at first, we had to wait for them to come pick us up. See, that's another story. When you have parents that drop you off and pick you up so they know where you at and who you with. Ah, ain't going to be playing no games where you going to get together and you sneak off. No, 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 no. They know where they took you at, so they know where they pick you up at. And they going to pick you up at the same time. Better no be, well, I'm going to wait for Cecilia. Cecilia, I'm going to wait for Renee. No, we had to be right there together. Sheila and the rest of them was older than us, but me and Cecilia had to be running buddies. Oh, well, I'm going to put it out there. Don't, don't get me wrong. When your children grow up, they won't forget about it. Hey, Pastor Handy, 
They won't forget about it. But you have to be so mindful of your parents that when you ask them for things, they are grown enough to know when you're respecting or disrespecting them. Exodus 20 and 12, honor thy mother and thy father and thy days on this earth will be long, this green earth that the Lord has given you. See, that's why a lot of times people get it mixed up. The green earth, you want to make sure you understand you own the green earth, not the dirty earth, the green earth. But that's another story. But, again, I just want to say I've noticed how there's a lack of respect for parents and their children. I wish my child would call me by my name. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. He don't call me by my God, my God-given birth name. He don't call me by my nickname. He don't call me by any names that I came up with or I was given. He calls me what is given to him as an honor. It's an honor for him to call me mother, mommy, mom. It's an honor for him to call his father, daddy, father, or dad. See, you have to teach your children, don't play with me, don't disrespect me, don't try to talk to me any kind of way because it's not going to happen. When you allow your children to do that, they're going to embarrass you. I had a cousin that used to go out and still have her children make what they call a um, distraction so she could see her. And she would do things, and her kids would come and became a part of it. And when they got older, they participated in it. Then when they got older, they began to steal for her. And she say, don't they know better? No, they don't. That's what you taught them. Your motto was, come hook or crook. You remember that? So you all stop saying, come hook or crook. Start saying stuff like, let's pray and ask God for his undivine blessing, his undivine mercy. Let's pray and ask God to come in and take care of this situation. I just want you all to go back and remember. Exodus 20 and 12 teach us about honor and promise. When you look at Proverbs 6, I'm sorry, 22 and 6, it teaches us about training and promise. If you train up the child that was taught to honor you, when they get older, they won't forget it. With all the things I tried and I did do when I was younger, I did not forget what my training was. When I got tired of being tired of being tired, I looked in the mirror and I looked at myself and I fell on my knees and I said, God, help me. I wasn't raised like this. God, please get me out of this mess that I've managed to get myself in because I wasn't raised like this. People want to point and talk about other people. Yes, I started out with saying how I see the way children are acting or young adults or teenagers, whatever, but I want to also let you know, I didn't dot every I and I didn't cross every T. I didn't have clean hands because I tried some of that mess with trying to say the six things till my mother check choked me. Here she, and I found out how far my neck can go back and how much and how loud I can speak 
with a little air in my lungs that I was able to release to say, yes. Then when she said, did you hear me? Yes. You know, so I had to go and relax myself to catch my breath so I could make it through the rest of my life. I just want you all to know that tonight was not my night. It was Prophet Antoine Thomas night. He was not able to be with us on tonight, and he asked me to cover for him. I hope I ministered something, said something to help somebody out, because until we get to the place that we understand God is God, God's house needs to be respected, God needs to be respected, the word of God needs to be respected, the man and woman of God, when they're up preaching and teaching and praying, needs to be respected. Keep your feet in the house of the Lord. Keep your feet and your manners and your honorism under control when you're out with your parents. Don't disrespect your parents. Don't do that. I talked about two things tonight, but it all goes under one, charity. When are you going to show charity for who you say you love. You won't love, but you don't know how to get it. You won't love, but you don't know how to receive it. And for you, you parents, teach your children how to love the Word of God, the house of God, and you will reap the benefits of being honored by the gift from God, the children. So I thank you all for joining in on tonight, being a part of the ministry of Smile3E, Iron Shopping Iron. I am um, letting you all know that our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, We love you with the love of the Lord. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Again, I hope something was said that helps somebody on tonight. I don't. I didn't want. To, I didn't point a finger. I didn't call out nobody's name. So if you heard something and you felt that it was you, take it to Jesus. Ask God. Why did that thing burn in your spirit? Why did that thing burn in your heart? Why did that thing upset you so? It may have been something that God needed you to hear and wanted you to hear, because it's time out for foolishness. Respect. R e s t e c t. It's time for respect. So if there's anybody on blog talk that has any comments or anything they want to say, the lines are open. Please speak at this time. Thank you for the word um, tonight. Thank you for reminding us about honor and respect. Um, And I would just like to remind every listener that honor and respect is what you deserve and what God promises you and what he deserves. and what. So when we give God his honor and his respect, we should also expect to receive it. And if by chance you're not receiving that honor and that respect, they have professionals out here all over the world that can help you. They're in the church. They're in the schools. So if you need someone, a counselor, if you need an advisor, 
If you need a spiritual coach, don't be too proud to not ask for one. Because if your children are not honoring you and not respecting you, then you're not in line with the word of God. Minister Sylvia said, train up a child in the way that they should go. Training them to honor and respect you is number one. And if they're not doing that, get counseling, get advice, get fruit. And don't wait till they're in their 20s to want and thirties to want respect. Make sure you're doing it in their youth, in their preteens, in their in between, and in their young adulthood. Don't wait until the person's forty or fifty years old and say, You gonna honor me. It's never too late. So start early. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Is there anyone else at this time? Okay, well, we thank everyone for tuning in on Facebook as well as on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, please come back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear our very own apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Um, she will be bringing forth the word. Please come back on Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear this um, Monday will be Minister Margot's service, but due to the fact that Minister Margot is not able to minister at this time because she's recovering, I will be covering for her on Monday. Uh, so please be tuned in to hear about what God has given me to speak on. He may have me to go back over this again. We will see what the Lord has because while she's recovering, I'm going through recovery with her and for her. And if you come back next Friday, it will be my turn to minister for you on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm just saying that a lot of times we have to be in a place where we're saying, God, you said to say yes to you meant something, and I meant Yes, when I say yes to God, I thank God for the opportunity to be able to cover for our fellow ministers in Smile 3E, Iron Shocking Iron. It's not a duty. It's a privilege. So I want to say please keep Minister Margo in your prayers as she's going through recovery right now. Please keep Pastor Servant Troy Thomas in your prayers as he's going through still healing right now, and keep, please keep Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, in your prayers right now. I'm excited about what God is doing in the land of the living. You all, I want to share something with you all before we go. Um, I'm going to tell you about prayer. If you, you all really don't know how prayer works. Prayer works. You have to believe in what you pray. On this week past, um, I was going to ride my motorcycle Wednesday. I had something to go do. And I was, that whole night, Tuesday night, I was praying. I was praying in my sleep because I had took uh, Apostle John Adcock, uh e-course for dream um, studies about understanding dreams. 
and I asked God to minister to me in my dreams and just talk to me and just reveal some things. So I was praying all through my sleep. When I got up that morning, I was praying and praying and praying, and that's the God for protection of riding on my bike because, you know, I lost my sister back in July of 2022 due to um, somebody running the light, hitting her on her motorcycle, and she passed away. Um, I was in the garage getting ready, and as I got ready to pull off at the back of my bike out the garage, I normally would stand my bike up, put up a kickstand and give it a little gas, put it in the clutch, put it in gear and pull off. But this Wednesday, I heard the Spirit of God say, no, don't do what you normally do. Check your clutch. Now, mind you, I had just checked my bike a couple of days prior, and I had put on Facebook, she's ready. I mean, he's ready to ride. I can't wait for the weather to break, and we're going to do this, do that. When I began to pull in my clutch, to see if it had pressure to change gears, my clutch was like this. It had no pressure. Now, I have a hydraulic clutch, and I don't know if anybody knows what that means. But what if I had been out riding, and I needed to downshift to slow down or upshift to get out of the way or something or advance or whatever? What if I had stopped in a store or stopped at a gas station or stopped at a light? and somebody was coming up behind me fast because they felt that I should have been moving or whatever, and my clutch had went out. When we tell you that the devil tries to kill you, he uses anything and everything, but we tell you to always be prayed of. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Always pray. I'm so glad that I had prayed up. I was on Facebook as I was pulling out, and I said on Facebook, I said, you all, Come on and pray with me. Pray with your girl before I pull off. Now, that was just something I don't, I just will say, yeah, I just pray that I'll have a safe trip or something like that. But just saying that God was letting me know that he heard my prayers. And I thank God for just not letting me leave home and get stranded on the street or hit or anything that could happen. Just know that. If God be for you, he's more than the world against you. Just know that prayer works. So I say that to you to say, you all keep praying. I've been singing the song for the last couple of days. I say yes to my Lord. I say yes to my Lord. He's done great things. He's done great things. I say yes, yes, yes to my Lord. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to take that back. I'm not going to change my mind, change my heart. I say yes to my Lord. Regardless what friends I've lost, regardless what people have walked away from me, if God be for me, he's more than the world against me. If me saying yes means I had to lose some friends, guess what? You was never a friend in the beginning. Because I thank God for being God in my life and for taking care of me. I have had many motorcycles over the, the years. I've had many motorcycle accidents, and I'm still here. I'm still here. Foot got cut off in one of the accidents. They put it back on. I'm still walking. I, I had a stroke ride in my motorcycle. Didn't run into nothing or nobody. 
I, I didn't kill myself or kill nobody else. I didn't harm my son. Still walking, still in my right mind. The other day, the enemy tried to kill me because of what could have happened on my motorcycle, but I'm still here. I'm still here to let you know prayer works. God is an awesome God. Thank you, Pastor Handy. What a mighty God we serve. True it is. Because, see, a lot of us we take for granted. Pray going in. Pray going out. Pray when you out. Don't wait till things happen to pray. I always say, when something happens, God, what do you say? God, what do you say? And I begin to pray and just ask God, what did he say concerning me riding that bike that day? And God said, no, guess what? It was no. It was no. And it is what it is. I thank God for his love, his mercy, his grace. I thank him for his protection. So I'm going to leave you all with this. Say yes to God. Keep praying. Set up a relationship with God. Talk to God. Give God thanks because I'm telling you, it could have been something else. Even though I say I don't think my family was ready. God said be ready, but we never know what we're ready for. But be ready, so stay prayed up. Good night, everybody. Love you with the love of the Lord. Good night.